Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm your mom's favorite child, Matt Golden. How's it going, bud? It's going pretty good. Uh, this is technically our first episode back from Christmas. Yeah. Um, I love you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy holidays. Thank we you, love thank you. you. Uh, thanks for sticking with us for another year. And we're going to talk about our year in review, baby. Yeah. I kind of wish that we had paid, like, have trumpets blaring like we were royalty walking down, like a great entrance. I just start off this podcast, but that's not in our budget. Uh, I need somebody to fix that in post. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex, it'll, it'll be fixed in post. Yeah, yeah. Alex does all the post stuff, so I'm just going to send him some notes throughout the podcast. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to cover not only our top 10 list of the year of movies and TV shows that came out this year for new stuff, but we're talking about our favorite comic of the year as well. Uh, we're actually going to jump off with that. So why don't you go ahead and tell me, what was your favorite DC book of the year? My favorite DC book of the year uh, is one that ended. It didn't start this year, uh, but Mr. Miracle. You haven't had a chance to read no, it yet. No, so for the trade. We're definitely yeah. going to have a different one here. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite comic books of all time. Tom King does absolutely incredible work. Go check this shit out. Yeah, I can't wait. I've talked about it like a million times, I'm I, sure. I literally bought the trade months ago, just pre-ordered it. I'm just waiting just as it just gets pushed back week after week, month after month. But one day I'll be able to read that story in full. Let's hope so. Uh, this, I thought this was a good year for a lot of like DC. DC had some great miniseries this year with DC Metal, Doomsday Clock, Heroes in Crisis. Uh, so they've been breaking out strong games then. But my, I have a, both a favorite new and returning DC series. My favorite new DC series is uh, Justice League by Scott Steiner. We talked about the first issue on here, which I wasn't a big fan of, but I really enjoyed watching that first story arc unfold across the first seven issues. I think it got really strong. And my favorite returning DC series was Green Arrow by Benjamin Percy, who actually finished up his run on Green Arrow this year. So I'm kind of bummed out. Uh, I'm curious to see where this series is going to go. But Percy's writing on Green Arrow was fantastic. It was a lot more like the classic Green Arrow. Uh, Juan Ferrara's art in the series was fantastic, too. I mean, it's everything I wanted in a Green Arrow book. I've read a decent amount of this Green Arrow, uh, and it's actually really good. I enjoyed it, too. Uh, it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah, I'm hoping Benjamin Percy gets a larger role in the DC Universe at some point. I know he's writing Nightwing right now. I do think you he... think he should be a hero in the DC Universe? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, I do. Okay, yeah. cool. Old Benny Purse. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, of course, we also have, not to be left out, our favorite Marvel books of the year. What was yours? Um, I haven't finished it, so this is kind of a cop out. But my favorite's the uh, the Jane Foster Mighty Thor. I knew you were gonna say that. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, so good. Because that was also my favorite returning series. Hey, my yeah. dude, yeah. we just slapped hands. Yeah, it was a good old slap hands. Yeah, Alex and I have not. We make it a rule to only touch once a year, and this was that time. Uh, I am current on the. I did finish the Jane Foster Thor run What'd and continued uh, his run on Thor. Oh, uh, you liked it, obviously. Yeah, 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 what I think. I mean, it was my favorite returning Marvel book of the year. Uh, so it was a D-plus at best. Uh, and my favorite new Marvel book was one that was stealth canceled, uh, but X-Men Red by Tom Taylor, which was a fantastic book. And my first time I've been really excited about an X-Men book in a long time. And I buy basically every X-Men team book. And I thought gold and blue were fine, but red was great. That was good issue by issue. Like, there yeah. wasn't a bad one. No, and it's I'm really bummed. That only it's gone by bum that Tom Taylor is not writing an X-Men book right now either. Yeah, that's super sad for you. Yeah, it, it was pretty awful. Uh, 
So what about your favorite writers of the year? Speaking of, of this, we're kind of going to go a little bit more broad here. Uh, favorite writer across everything. My favorite writer of the year was actually Donny Cates. Uh, I hadn't really read anything by him this year, but his run on Doctor Strange was amazing, especially following Jason Aaron. And then he started writing Thanos uh, post Jeff Lemire. And I thought it could be getting better than Jeff Lemire, and his run was even better. And I love Jeff Lemire's run. Uh, and he created the Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm looking forward to see what he does with that uh, in 2019. I, he just came out. I like this stuff so much that I started reading Redneck, which you actually talked about last year at, toward the year in podcast. Yeah, I like uh, Redneck quite a bit. And I read just read finished Redneck Volume One uh, yesterday because uh, I and I thought oh, it was nice. great. I mean, so I think Donny Cage is a fantastic writer. I'm looking forward to see what he does in the He's future. He's certainly hitting a stride. What about you? Uh, I've got two. Uh, Mark Russell. Uh, for reasons that'll become clear in our next podcast, because he's been played the Hulk in Avengers: Infinity War, yeah. uh, and all the Avenger film, really. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Mark Russell's a fantastic writer. He wrote one of my absolute favorite books of the year uh, in the Snagglepuss Chronicles. Uh, holy shit! If you want a story for the times uh, that's also set in the 1950s, you've got. A book for you right here. He was also great in Spotlight, that Emmy-winning, <laughs> Academy Award-winning film that came out a few years ago. So, yeah, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Russell hyphen Russell, uh, is is one of my two favorites. Snagglepuss Chronicles is great. Though. I recommend everyone pick that up and read it. It's a, yeah. it is a powerful series. Yeah, if you don't tear up a little bit in that book, you're not human, um, or you're illiterate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Alex Kidd teared up zero. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I bought Alex's kid a t-shirt that says illiterate on it. Um, my other favorite writer this year was Jeff Lemire. Uh, Black Hammer is reinventing the wheel of the superhero comics, in my opinion. It's something that I don't feel like has ever been done quite to this degree. People have done uh, like the Boys series. Yeah, I was which, actually going to bring up the Boys. Which uh, I thought yeah. reinvented the wheel a little yeah. bit. And I think this one goes and just chips away at it even further. Powers is another series by Bendis that, that did the same thing. Uh and it's just another fun spin on the classic superhero trope. Uh, I think it is reinventing the wheel, even though it's kind of not. Yeah, as much as like we love superhero books, I think you and I are both big fans of books that just take superhero stories and just tell them in a way that like we haven't seen before, which is so cliche. I'm sure everybody loves that at the same time. Yeah. But books like the ones you mentioned, Boys, Powers, and Black Hammer, are all standout books to us. Well, the other books are, are hero books, and these are... In a way, anti-hero books. Um, so they're Deadpool. They're yeah. all just like Deadpool. I mean, it shows people in all their flaws. And I know that you so know, the Iron, Iron Man is an alcoholic and Punisher fucking mm-hmm. kills people. But this is a an entirely different thing. And I, I really recommend reading it if you haven't checked out Black Hammer. What about your favorite artists of the year, Big Boy? I don't have a favorite artist of the year. You don't? Um, I, just, I mean, there's just artists I like. Like Alex Malieve always be one okay. of my favorites. Otto Schmidt is fantastic. Okay. Uh, Tony S. Daniel, Greg Capullo. I mean, all those guys. Greg uh, covers are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they're just guys that I like, and I'll always pick up in their stuff. Then they always, and those guys always just elevate a story in ways that just words and your basic panels can't do on their own. Yeah, there are some. Speaking of Greg Capullo, the Justice League dark covers that he's done on the variants are some of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Uh, some of his Batman covers are are absolutely fantastic. Actually, drew on Spawn, which I didn't know about. Yeah, but he's fantastic. He loves monsters and all that kind of shit. Um, I've got two favorites of the year. Um, just to continue on Black Hammer, Dean Ormston. Uh, 
is my favorite artist of the year. Uh, that Black Hammer art is so retro and throwback that it lends itself to the story so well. And those covers are the most beautiful covers I've ever seen. Uh, I cannot praise them enough. I just bought a Black Hammer poster because uh, it is so fucking good. Love yeah. these two dudes. Um, my other favorite artist of the year is Fiona Staples. Fiona Staples stuff is fantastic. Oh, man. It's such a unique style. You're like, oh, that's Fiona yeah. Staples uh, right away. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. And the things that she is able to do with the pen is beyond incredible. Uh, saga. Ugh, breathtaking. <laughs> gorgeous. Anywho, let's get on to you our, go jump into our it? list. Yeah, okay. let's do it. I think I have a feeling that we're are gonna be fairly buried this year. Yeah, I mean I think when we get to the top it'll be closer. Well, yeah. All right. Well then what was your number ten? Um what what almost didn't make the cut. What but, almost didn't make the cut. But still was able to squeeze in. But did it because oh and this by the way, this is all twenty eighteen stuff. Yeah. And also we have no idea what the other one has ranked at all. No, we, yeah. We've thought that it would uh it would probably help the podcast by not <laughs> discussing it beforehand. Um so who the fuck knows where we're going to land? So you might hear things. some more slap hands in yeah, your future. We could have some. If you're if you're fans of barely uh, audible clapping in the background of your <laughs> podcast, look no further. You have found the podcast. You might be in you. for a treat. Uh, also, spoiler alert. We're probably yeah. going to spoil some spoil of this shit. everything. So if there's anything that we talk about, we mentioned it and you haven't watched it yet. Just fast forward. Also, fast forward three hours. Keep in mind that we're human and we probably didn't see every single comic book thing that came out in 2018. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh I mean, if your name is Matt Golden, you probably didn't see <laughs> all of them. You just saw a lot of them, so deal with that. My number 10 is I Kill Giants. Yeah, I Kill Giants was such a sad film. It was beautifully told, and like we talked about when we did the episode, like if we'd watched that like when we were like 12 years old, 13 years old, like we could see like loving it like the way like you love like the Neverending Story and things like that. Yeah, it's got that same kind of vibe. It's somehow low and high quality production at the same time. Yeah. And it's very fun. While being super depressing. Yeah. I mean, if you want to watch a sad comic book movie, look no further. If you want to watch a child deal with loss, yeah. <laughs> here you go. A, a real a real uplifting. It's basically it's basically a prequel to Superbad. <laughs> yep. If you like Superbad, you'll love I Kill Giants. Uh, my number 10 was Black Lightning. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think the soundtrack is great. It's, it's kind of a weird one because Black Lightning is the only thing that qualified as both a new show in 2018 and a returning show in 2018 because it debuted in January this year and this season two uh, came out, I want to say, in October, November. So, That's a really fast turnaround. Yeah, but I enjoy it. It's a shorter than the other CW shows, which I think is a good thing for the most part. Is it only a half hour? No, no, no. It's an hour. Shorter run. Like It's like 13 significant episodes uh, of 22, 23 episodes. Got you. Uh, I think Chris Williams does a fantastic job. The soundtrack is great uh, each episode, and I've enjoyed season two so far. Well, I disagree with you uh, because that one's not on my list. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for the future podcasts. Um, I thought that series was fine. Uh, it landed just outside of my top 10. So it was probably in the 11 to 13 range. But it it was up there. I liked it. Well, sort of. Nine. I didn't really like just it. Ju- just jump ahead. <laughs> just Don't jump ahead. Trash. Uh, here's where we're going to see some big differences. Alex, my number nine favorite. Uh, new thing was Titans. Oh yeah, uh, I love Titans. Uh, I mean, I'll talk about it more later. Spoilers, but like, I I, th- I thought it was great. 
why don't you share your thoughts since it was your number nine? Yeah, uh, I guess I should. <laughs> it's my ranking. I should defend it. Uh, it was fine. I've only, I haven't seen the first the whole season yet. I've only seen like three or four episodes. Uh, with that being said, it's good. It's not great. Um, I'm definitely going to finish watching this season and I'm going to watch the next season, but the casting is fine. I guess it's kind of weird to me, but it, some of the things that they're, that are going on, I'm just not really on board. Whatever. My number, <laughs> my number nine of the year film year was Venom. Um, uh, I thought Venom was a lot of fun. Uh, the first half kind of drags a bit, but once it gets the symbiote and you're totally on board with the kind of, comedic relationship uh eddie and the symbiote have uh and you just once you jump on board it's it's a fun ride and the special effects were i thought great uh the film did have problems like we talked about uh with the villain not being all that great and Uh, the fight scene at the end was terrible yeah but i I thought it was a fun film i'm glad it made a lot of money and i hope they end up making more or expand him into the larger spider-man universe well seeing as venom is my number eight i'm gonna keep talking about it perfect um I actually liked uh, Riz Ahmed in this villain role uh, for the most part. Uh, I made lots of jokes about how he was the hero of the film uh, <laughs> during our podcast uh, and how Jenny Slate was actually the bad guy. You might have forgotten that Jenny Slate was in this yeah, film. Yeah, R.I.P. Jenny Slate. Yeah, she's so dead now. Don't because look it up to confirm movies, she's dead. What happened if you die in a movie, you die in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she signed on yeah. to this film. but Sean Bean is actually Jesus. <laughs> he just keeps coming. He keeps coming. <laughs> Only back. to die again. That's what happened to Christ, right? He just kept dying again and again. Yeah. I haven't read my Bible in a long time. <laughs> he got that extra life from Mario <laughs> and just keeps... Yeah. He knows where it's hidden. So yeah. He just hey, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I definitely need to re- reread the story of Job then. <laughs> uh, from Arrested Development? Yes. George Oscar Bluth. <laughs> Hello, Darkness, my <laughs> old friend. Uh, but I love Tom Hardy in this role. I thought he was funny. Yeah. Uh, very comedic. Tom Hardy is an okay actor. Yeah, which you never would think of like Tom Hardy for like his comedic timing ever, but he he pulled it off here pretty once. well. Yeah, he, he did solid with it. Uh, I like the character of Eddie Brock. I like the way he was portrayed. I love Venom. Uh, it was kind of weird and scary and off-putting, <laughs> but it was great. And that fight scene in the um, in the office building with uh, when the lights went out, yeah, it was great. I loved it. Venom actually eating people was fantastic. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of fight scenes just in general, which is weird for a guy who likes comic books. That is weird. Uh, Matt just likes Matt just wanted more of just the romance between him <laughs> and the and a young plucky lawyer in the Bay Area. Yeah, all all that these comic book movies are missing are more love stories more love stories the love of god uh speaking of love stories my number eight tells uh the story of a love between a boy in the ocean and it was aquaman um that boy wanted to fuck the ocean uh dc's only offering of the year uh that went to theaters um i was gonna say they had some (laughs) animated stuff this year uh, but i thought it was i thought it was great it was a lot of fun i talked about i'm not gonna write too much because we did talk about it uh just like a week ago, I want to say. Yeah, uh, we literally talked yeah. about it a week ago. So, but it's a great popcorn movie. Go see it. It's still in theaters as we record this podcast, and I'm sure it'll be in your list later on. We'll talk about it more then. Okay. Not bad. Uh, my number seven. How do you know that I picked Aquaman at all? You don't know me. That's true. Yeah. It might have fallen off my yeah. list. No, it's not. It's definitely there. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Wow. Yeah, that's the one we didn't do an episode about. Uh 
Yeah, we decided for reasons uh, <laughs> that we that we realized like a month after it came out that was that it was originally a comic book. Yeah, which was weird because I owned the comic book and read yeah. it before it came out and recommended the comic book to me that I also read even before I watched the series. Yep, and same. then like months later, like wow. wait a minute, oh, yeah. we could yeah. have done that. Yeah, no. I watched this one slow because I wanted to enjoy it. I watched this over the course of October. Like it wasn't something that I just binge watched and binge watched. Yeah, I think I watched it over maybe like the course of like three or four weeks. And it was like when I had more time off for like the holidays too and stuff like that. Too, so I was around more. But I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Like it's not without its flaws. I think to me at least the biggest flaw is the lead uh, herself. I think she's just the most flat between all the other characters in the show. But I think uh, she's so plucky though. Uh, I hate Harvey. I hate her boyfriend. Harvey's, uh, Harvey's, the, worst. Harvey's the milk toast man. Uh, her family is, is the strong point. Yes. Uh, without a doubt. Every single one of them are all great. Yeah. Zelma's great. Uh, Zelma? Uh, yeah. Zelda? Zelda. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Zelma. I'm going to start calling her Zelma. Well, I don't understand is why one of the ants has a British accent and the other one doesn't. Don't worry about it. It's not your business. Uh, I enjoyed it. I don't like how Salem doesn't talk. That uh, kind of bums me out. I enjoy her cousin too. Yes. I enjoy uh, the villain, uh, Madam Satan. Yeah. Madam yeah. Satan's my homegirl. Yeah. She's fantastic. Does the a great job. Monster effects are really good in the show too. The monster effects and the horror yeah. elements of the show yeah. are on point. Sometimes you feel like you're watching a cheesy CW show because the lead is pretty weak. And the showrunner is also the showrunner of Riverdale's too, which is a CW show. Which makes sense because they're in, obviously in the same yeah. fucking universe. And maybe we'll get some crossover. Yeah. I kind of hope for that. But the, 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 most of the actors look closer to being like high school students, except for like the 32 year olds that are in Riverdale. Yeah. Totally weird. Uh, but whatever. Um, check this series out if you haven't, there's even a winter special for it. Did you yeah. watch that? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed that too. I like that yeah. quite a lot. Uh, my number seven was suicide squad. Hell to pay. Uh, the DC animated film. Uh, we also talked about that recently as well. I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, if you just want something that you just want to sit back and not think for an hour and 10 minutes, uh, have enjoy good jokes, some mindless animated violence, I think it's the way to go. Uh, it was probably my favorite of the DC animated films. That being said, it ain't on my list. It's my number 11 spot. Uh, yeah. But right from the get-go, I was let in by the fact or let in on the knowledge that it's not going to be, you know, your average run of the mill cartoon film. And I just like that they, that they'll tell stories that we're not going to get in the film universe anytime soon or probably ever. Yeah. I mean, I can be optimistic. Like I would like a Gotham by gaslight, like feature length, like live action film one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. I mean, yeah. that, that would be really I'd like a flashpoint film, like live action one day. So I can hope. I wonder if yeah. you're going to have Gotham by Gaslight on your list. It's not on mine. Yeah, well, we'll see, won't we? I mean, probably, unless something happens. It's very snowy outside here. Uh, we're recording during uh, a snowstorm right now. Yeah, and that how- means three inches of snow are going to be hitting <laughs> Oklahoma. And basically everyone's dead. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Uh, I'll be staying here for the next week or an, and a half. The milk and bread aisles are gone in the grocery stores. Everyone's got to get their French toast on during the snowpocalypse. Yeah, they're gone. They're decimated like they exploded. Uh, um, I want to keep talking about hell to pay a little bit because, uh, um, yeah. what's the, uh, maybe I don't, I can't remember. It, the, it's based off DC comic book characters. Oh uh, yeah. 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 And no, it's not like what you saw was not real. <laughs> that was, it is animated. Well, that cleared up all my questions and comments <laughs> about this film. Um, Dr. Fate. Is yeah. That his name? Yes. yeah. 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 I loved him in this movie. Yeah. Dr. Fate. The, 
whichever the, Dr. Fate he was at this point, but he, he was great. Yeah, uh, loved it. He, he definitely stole the show for like his 10 minutes of screen time yeah, on there. Absolutely great. My favorite part of the whole film. We <laughs> talked about that movie like two or three weeks ago too. So it was pretty recent. Is it my turn? Yeah, for actually your last one for part one. Oh, Nito. Uh, oh, you're going to hate me with this one. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, number six. I had a very difficult time ranking uh, six through one. They were all, for the most part, really, really close. Just yeah, kidding. I, I had a not difficult time because I made my list in like 10 minutes. And I was like, yep, that looks pretty good. Uh, I will say before you continue that I do hate you because uh, my number six is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. Yeah. Slap hands. Did you guys yeah. hear that? Yeah. Maybe we'll try it again. Maybe maybe yeah. you'll hear it this time. Yeah. But, oh, um, yeah. I don't know if you heard that either. We're the hardest of slappers. And it's weird because like I thought this was a great film. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah. exactly what I wanted after Infinity War. Uh, the cast was great as they are in all Marvel films. It was a breath mint after all the Marvel movies. Uh, or sorry, after Infinity War and all the Marvel deaths. Uh, kind of cleansed your palate a little bit. Let you breathe and relax, and then it hits you with that after credit yeah, scene. Yeah, the darkest after credit scene of any Marvel film. Yeah, like, oh fuck, man! Like, why'd you have to go do that? Uh, and like we talked about too with Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. I thought Randall Park stole the scene in any scene he was in this movie. Randall Park is just great. <laughs> uh, he's the detective in this in this movie, uh, who's constantly checking on on Scott, making sure he's not violating his parole. Yeah, uh, he's also an amateur magician. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go rewatch this movie. Yeah. Is it on DVD yet? Yeah, it is. I've got it. I don't think I own it yet. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. You, what are you doing? That. Yeah. You just need to pre order them months before they even release the theaters. That's the way to do it. <laughs> months before they're in theaters. Yeah. I got the, uh, as I talked about last um, last year in show, go get the steelbook for all these films from Best Buy. Pre order it. I think yeah. I talked about the Wonder Woman steelbook for 45 minutes last time. That's what I love, too. Like, I was looking at the Best Buy this last week, and, like, there was, like, uh, in the middle of their movie, part of their weekly uh, ad, it was, like, pre-order Aquaman. Jesus was, Christ. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I'll forget all about it, and I'll pre-order it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good for me in my wallet. Uh, it's it's investment. It's an investment. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's investing in your dog college fund. Although, I will say... I went to get Doctor Strange still book on eBay once, or I tried to. Yeah. I don't own it because it was like sixty fucking dollars yeah. to get the still book. I was Way like, oh, nope. Yeah. Should have got it. What a ding dong. Yeah. Anywho, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, Paul Rudd is great. Yes. Um, Evangeline Lily is fantastic as uh the Wasp. She's fine. Uh, I thought Ghost was a good villain, like nice opposite, especially with Ghost backstory as well. Yeah, I love the uh, backstory. And Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we have to say about him. But he was really good, too. We're um, just name-dropping people who are in the movie. Who else is in the movie? Yeah. Michael, it, what's his name? Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Kirk Douglas? Uh, yeah, that's his father. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm I'm pr- I'm 2% positive. <laughs> that sounds right. Definitely not Kirk Douglas. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's the most, I tell that post-credit scene, it's like the most just enjoyable, feel-good superhero movie of the year, I think. Uh, if... I heard if you listen to uh, "Feel Good" by uh, <laughs> talking about Doctor Feel Good by, by Motley Crue. No, <laughs> nope. Uh, uh, the Gorillas. Feel okay, good Feel Good Inc. Yeah. yeah. Then if you listen to it backwards uh, while you watch this movie, you'll you have a hundred percent chance of being high. I don't know. That was yeah. dumb. 
I mean, we the show how diverse this podcast is. We go from one animated group in the gorillas to an Asian animated group in Motley Crue. Alex, I'm going to need you to cut that and post. That was a bad joke. Okay, it is now cut and post. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, don't worry. I I really appreciate that. Well, on that note, that is going to wrap it up for part one of. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. Am I forgetting something? No, you're not. Okay, I just good. want to fuck with okay. you. Okay. Uh, uh, in the middle of next week, you will actually get our December number ones. Surprise, motherfucker. And after that, part two will come out uh, of our year-end list. And we're going to be talking about, obviously, five through one. Did and... you say our year-end list? Yeah, our year-end list. Uh, <laughs> mine's a little more yellow than I would like. Uh, have to check it again tomorrow and mark the list. Mine's dark green. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> no, that's great, actually. We want to get as close to neon purple as possible. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and if it's just if it looks like blood... You're healthy as a horse. <laughs> Noted. Ask no one. Uh, we'll also be talking about more about comics as well uh, next week. So look forward to that. But that's going to wrap it up for this. Yeah, this week's episode. As always, you can email us at hitchman.comics.com or no, hitchman.comics at gmail.com Do you fucking and know talk about how stupid our choices are. Yeah, uh, please, by by all means, let us know how wrong Alex is and how right I am. Uh you can feel free to do that on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or even in an iTunes review. As long as you give us five stars. <laughs> Terrible. Five stars. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. The cool. dumbest people I've ever heard and listened yeah. to. Five stars. Because that's emotionally confusing. So if you just want to like emotionally abuse us in that way too, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine too. For I, Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm stri- still talking. <laughs> I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm still talking. Hinchman ain't easy.